The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Hello and welcome to another live Wrestling with Jonas, part of the Jonas Podcasting Network. I've got another fantastic guest with us this week, uh, all the way from Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Axel Rico, how are you doing, buddy? Good, man. It's uh, great to be here. Uh, sorry I'm in my car and all that. Just the building for the next show, just horrible service. But you know what? I had to get to the people. I had to talk to you. So I moved to my car where I have some AC and I'm just rocking it out. Let's do it. Absolutely. No, it's got to be done. And uh, let's say we're live across Twitch, live across YouTube and Facebook over here from the UK. Have you done a UK based podcast before, Axel? No, um, I did. A, it's your I, first. I did something with Sabio Vega and he was in Puerto Rico. But like, you know, I've never touched the UK. So let's let's start it off with a bang today, my friend. Absolutely. So uh, just for anybody watching at the moment, over the next 45 minutes or so, we're going to be digging deep into Axel Rico's uh, career, how we got into the business, bringing us right up to date. I know that Axel's got a very, very busy weekend in store, and we're going to be touching on that very soon. But if anybody at home watching us live wants to send in any questions for Axel, get in touch. We'll read out your questions. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try our best to, to get your questions answered live on Wrestling with Jonas today. But Axel, first of all, as I said, at the moment, you're probably the busiest man in the business, <laughs> the busiest man in the world of pro wrestling. Let's just break this down. So last night you was at uh, CSW Chicago Style Wrestling. Tonight you're going to be at uh, AAW Pro, um, also in Chicago. Then tomorrow, um, I think I've got this right, to Galia Lucha. Um, so okay. a hell of a weekend, my friend, a hell of a weekend. You mentioned the, the Savio Vega interview, which we'll touch on as well. But uh, what's it like to be the busiest man in pro wrestling? Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> couple of friends that are doing the same kind of show so we're just all just hanging out with each other and so far we we don't hate each other yet because um, <laughs> i i always believe like to keep myself busy i don't like to just sit in a room by myself so the fact that i'm always moving going from here going to my car going here going to, you know talking to you guys it's just it's just it's fun and it's the kind of work i want to keep doing for the rest of my life until or until these legs just don't work and who knows i'll probably be doing this in a wheelchair you know? well, well, it's the grind, isn't it? It's what it's what all wrestlers they strive to do, and this is what they live for: is the grind every weekend. Uh, you know, as many bookings as they can possibly get their hands on. But uh, it must feel good because there must have been a period, certainly last year, where it was very quiet for you. I know that American U.S. wrestling promotions they opened up their doors a lot sooner than the UK business have. In fact, the UK wrestling business is still closed down with the exception of some behind closed doors, no fans uh, promotions. But uh, it, it must have been quite uh, I don't know, frustrating to be sitting at home and not going through the grind that you are experiencing this weekend. Yeah, no, uh, I know um, because before, you know, while also doing wrestling, I used to do improv and theater in the city. So, like, I was always doing stuff on the weekends and the, just to have two, three, and then what turned into four, you know, sometimes even like three weekends worth of just doing nothing for other people, like entertainment wise, it, it, it killed me. So, I had to step up my social media game. I had to find wrestlers that I liked and just kind of mess with them and see if, you know, just to interact with the crowd and audience and in all types of platforms was 
you know, just striving to do something, you know, that it killed me, but it was, it's, it's something, you know, it's something that no one, you know, it was the crazy, the world exploded, but like, yeah, we're here and we're back to normal. And I'm very, very happy about it. And all that patience is finally good. And we're finally doing shows for a good amount of people and crowds and like here being able to do more Twitch and streams and all that stuff. It's really awesome to get back to, almost normal now yeah well we're speaking of performing in front of the people getting back to normality you had a sold out show last night in chicago chicago style wrestling um and it was their, their latest show with a vengeance or, or was it uh was it um uh, axel rico with a vengeance because i know that we very it very nearly got rebranded uh but give, give us your experience of last <laughs> night's show because uh you wasn't originally booked to be on the card but then i understand that uh, something quite extraordinary happened and you did have a match tell us about it yeah uh, i don't know what on earth happened um just whoever is in charge of the facebook page you know um they were like you know what with a vengeance it's it sounds like it's the middle <laughs> of a sentence i don't know someone just you know, put a couple pictures together and then, you know, they, they thought <laughs> Axel Rico was pretty good. And um, so, yeah, we started out the show, a four-way elimination uh, a scramble match, and I ended up winning that. And um, and uh, we really started the show off right. Um, as the doors opened up, we had a little uh, futures battle royal with a lot of the trainees and all that stuff. And then we started the show off right. And... Um, ever since that little intro and um our match we really had the place living it because once we started having those csw shows back you could tell the people wanted to see wrestling so the second we're out there and doing what we do best and just dancing or hitting each other the, the crowd was there and um axel rico usually is a good start to any type of show and um it was a lot of fun to be there and um finally be able to just you know that crowd's great i i love csw yeah. i love that homegrown crowd so much and i i will be there at as many shows as i can absolutely and if i'm not mistaken the match that you won the scramble match was it for a number one contenders uh, uh place for yeah, a csw championship you know it was a great it was a great show i think so um you know i'm not sure uh, i'm not sure of all the finer details but if anybody is a number one contender <laughs> For um, the well, well, I was told by the authority no, figure yeah, I, himself. I, I think I'm the person. So um, unless yeah, and and kind of go for it. But right now, I hope for the next show. It's oh good, yeah. okay, yeah, good, absolutely. Well, with Steve Aaron's <laughs> the uh, the general manager. Uh, that yeah, because it was a very hard fought match. Um, went against one of my. Uh, fellow trainees Mario Pardua, who slammed. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a great guy. Oh my god, I forgot. We finally became <laughs> friends after a year long feud with uh, with me and him. <laughs> exactly. Now, now he's the general yeah, manager no, of CSW. I love that guy. Um, he was uh, he was giving us our introductions while doing a job in a, that big suit of his. I don't know how on earth he does it, but uh, I love that guy so much. <laughs> Yeah, no, Actually, I, uh, after last night, um, I kind of saved his butt. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm always ready. Um, I wake up at 6, 5 a.m. every morning to, you know, to tra train myself, train my body. And all. So I'm putting in the work. And uh, if there is a time, 
it's I'm I'm ready for whatever. Um, especially uh, at CSW, if I if I get a shot at any title, I'm gonna take it. If I if I win the gold, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing and be there for the people. Absolutely. And uh, let's talk about your, your wrestling fandom then, Axel. So uh, uh, have you always been a wrestling fan? Did you become a fan from an early age? Was it through friends or family members? Tell us about your, your love for pro wrestling. Absolutely. Um, so I was born in Puerto Rico, uh, Guaynabo, Puerto Rico. And um, one of my uncles um, had a friend who was actually a wrestler in Puerto Rico. Um, his name was Kuka Man. He... Um, he, was, he just wore a, a mask and he did a lot of lucha libre. And every time we would go to his apartment, he would, um, but he would always have VHS tapes, DVDs of uh, WCW, um, old fashioned WWE shows. And uh, um, he gave me a VHS tape of a Halloween Havoc for uh, WCW. And the first match on there when I put it in the VHS was Eddie Guerrero ever, ever since I watched that little VHS tape just as a little boy. Um, and then when I moved to uh, I moved to Texas for a little bit with my family, then came to Illinois. And right after I turned uh, 22 years old, I started to get into the wrestling scene in 2017. Yeah. I, I, and I, who, who did you try Eddie with Guerrero is definitely the, the person that first piqued my interest in wanting to be a wrestler. That's awesome. And who did you start your training with then? Um, when I first came in at 2017, I, I went to, uh, I lived in, you know, very close to the city. And I found, I uh, started with um, Chicago style wrestling with uh, Steve Boz, um, was training with him, um, his other trainer, Doug Simmons. And then um, eventually after about a year there, I kind of flip-flopped our and they helped me learn, learn more um Lucha Libre and um, opening my 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 mind and to um, other different styles of wrestling um, that aren't just American style, Chicago style, and actually, you know, basing for Lucha flippy stuff, doing flippy stuff myself. And um, I'm very happy to be able to be around very two very good uh, learning schools to learn different styles in uh, wrestling. And it's helped me wrestle all the likes of all likes of people and all different types of people that I've encountered in my wrestling career now. What would you consider to be the, the hardest part of, of breaking into the business? I know you're a few years in now, but what do you think is the hardest part of breaking into the business? And, and maybe even the, you know, trying to get some momentum as you're learning the business a few years in. I think the, um, when it came to breaking into the business, cause I'm, I'm, I've been very successful after quarantine because um, a lot of people reached out to me and I was I was so, you know, like just like what we said before, I was so like ready for, you know, just to go out there and just give people a show, even if it was 10 people, five people. Um, so I was just ready. And that's what I think um, helped me in the long run, because um, I I was honed. Um, that really opened my eyes to, you know, like what I wasn't doing before, which was um, the big thing that was a struggle with me was always thinking like, am I ready for the, you know, the the main eventers of this promote over the fact of that and thinking, you know what, I've been training 
for four, three, four years, I've been doing different styles to finally set myself up to go against, you know, bigger names. And um, I think finally, once that, that like just clicked in my head that it's really just working with the people and putting on a good show, no matter who it was, that what really helped me click. And um, ever since then, it's been awesome to share locker with people and, you know, in impact wrestling um, and AEW um, going to, you know, Florida and meeting so many great people and learning and working with them and seeing the little things that I can help with. I still got to grab, you know, you just got to grab them and keep going. My next question for you, Axel, is about the independent uh, wrestling scene in Chicago and around the, the wider Chicago area. Um, now, uh, it is, it's a very vibrant area. Chicago has always been considered one of the capitals of uh, the, the wrestling world. Um, but on, a, on an independent level, um, it's really, really catching fire lately. I went to Florida during uh, Mania weekend, and that was, you could really see that that was the capital of uh, wrestling here in the U.S. But I want to say that there's a fight for the title of second place. Triple weekends now, you know, I, I've been asked to do other shows, but it's like, oh, I can't because I got to either do Galley Lucha or CSW or AAW. And I have to like my schedule is packed. Um, I felt I feel like an absolute celebrity um, having just a filled schedule. I, I love it um, so much. The, the scene is so cool. Um, I love sharing locker rooms with people that are on TV right now and just and since you know, for 10 years now. And it's just super awesome to see good people every single weekend, every single month. And that's why I love Chicago so much because now, especially now we're getting good weather and um, I'm, I get to see all these awesome people. So no regrets. And I love Chicago. And I want to say it's probably like number two in, uh, in the wrestling world for uh, the capital right now. <laughs> I don't know about the UK, though. Yeah, I'd love absolutely. To go over and see uh, what's that all about. <laughs> we, we, we'd love to have you over here in the UK. And I think that the reception in the lag has actually got better. So uh, it's great to have uh, be able to have a proper conversation. Um, but uh, let's talk about Eddie Guerrero, because Eddie Guerrero is a, is a massive wrestling hero of yours, isn't he? A massive influence on you. Um, and uh, some of your wrestling moves as well. You do demonstrate a pretty mean frog splash from the top rope. Tell us about your, your kind of love for Eddie. Eddie Guerrero and why he was such a massive influence on you and your career so far then, Axel? So uh, when I, oh man, where do I even start? Um, I think out of all the wrestlers in the world, I've done the most, you know, just watching, trying to find all of his stuff, you know, just seeing all, all the little things, his interviews from, I've seen all of his matches in like Ring of Honor during the day just trying he's just one of the only wrestlers i've just wanted to just deep you know get all the deep dives all the little facts about and just something about him just being able to go to any promotion and do whatever they needed and still knock it out of the park like if that isn't your idol like i don't know what you know i don't know who else because that man could do it all he could be the king of the mountain he could help he can he can make the whole crowd laugh he can make the crowd boo him he can he can make the crowd you know cry and of course get like the biggest best match on the night so like if i don't know i don't see any other idol in my in my eyes except for him and um i i remember as a kid like i wanted to every time they were in chicago like wwe i would want to go but my mom hated you know wrestling she would just throw <laughs> up in the 
somebody just like hitting each other. So I was never able to see him live. And that's one of my biggest regrets. Um, never actually being able to see him uh, wrestle live. But but he is really my idol. Just his moveset alone that he could wrestle absolutely anybody is who I strive to be or at least be as close to and as similar as him as I possibly can because that guy, oh, man, that is, that is, that is one beautiful human being um, that is, you know, sadly passed away in this world. Indeed, indeed. Uh, well, well, now that we've got a better conversation going, the lag has gone. I can kind of feel like I can ask you about your your Puerto Rican heritage, Axel, because <laughs> Puerto Rico is it's given us so many amazing uh, wrestlers and, and uh, characters over the years, from the Cologne family, uh, Savio Vega, who you spoke to last night. We'll get onto that very, very soon. And yourself, you're carrying on the Puerto Rican legacy. Uh, but but tell us what your Puerto Rican legacy means to you, and how you're building that into your your wrestling persona? Uh, well, I think the first thing that anybody's going to tell you when I'm in my wrestling attire, I at least have at least one to four flags on my body. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty much, you know, um, at every at a bunch of Lucha shows, they always say, you know, you got to wear it on your body and you got to show it right here. Um, so I always think, you know, when I step through the curtain, I have my whole family. I have all the island backing me up no matter what I do. And um, there's just something about it. You know, my real name is Axel. And I wanted to make sure that my my heritage and my people were with my name, too. So, you know, Axel Rico sounds dope and it is dope. So that's that is my heritage. It's on my it's on my body always. It's in my blood. And of course, it's in my name. So that is where the heritage and the love for Puerto Rico starts and ends. And it's never going to, it's not going anywhere when it comes to this wrestling business. Oh, Puerto Rico is going to be falling. I, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we mentioned there, Savio Vega, um, a hero of mine from the 90s. Uh, I was there when he was in WWF feuding with Steve Austin. You obviously had the opportunity to to interview the legend last night. So tell us about that experience. And uh, did, did you get any knowledge from Savio about how to progress your career? Um, I was able to chat with him for about, you know, a, a little bit um, because I had to go back to CSW. Um, you know, I felt I felt really honored to be on that podcast just to be with somebody that is you know come from where i come from and has been so as you know as as successful as he was during the time and just him telling me you know what you know i love that you're traveling like you want to travel the the bug is still in you to want to keep doing you know all these shows and learn different styles he just gave me the thumbs up and he told me don't stop and um, just hearing that from somebody, you know, as as you know, as as the name is Savio Vega with so much experience and he's still freaking out there. It really opened my eyes and was like, you know what, I'm a, I guess if the, all these people are telling me to keep doing this and you're doing great, I, of course, I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to keep, you know, doing what I do best. And I can't wait to meet this guy at the next uh, Wow Tea show that I'm going to be doing very soon. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. And speaking of legends, uh, another future legend, I suppose many could, could consider him a current modern day legend, but Matt Seidel, now you was on Jonah's podcast, weren't you? Uh, Rewind, recap, relive, and uh, Jonah's a good friend of ours over on Wrestling with Jonah's. And, and 
the concept of this podcast is to have uh, an experienced pro and an up-and-comer um, to share stories and to give advice. Uh, what was that experience like of, of being on that podcast with Jonan and, of course, with Matt Seidel? And what do you think you learned most from being on the same show as uh, the incredible Matt Seidel? That was, that was one awesome freaking interview, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I, 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 talked to, uh, I talked to Jonas um, – I think a month or a couple weeks before that interview. And he already, I messaged him like, Hey, I love your work. This is so cool because a lot of our CSW uh, people had already done a show with him. And I was like, Hey man, if you need anything, you know, like, hi, I'm Axel. And he was like, Oh, I was actually about to reach you. I'm like, Whoa, this is so cool. And uh, originally I was supposed to talk with Hector Guerrero and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You know, WCW uh, legend uh, Hector Guerrero. But then all of a sudden he couldn't make it. And I was like, oh, darn it. You know, I hope I get somebody that I know. And he's like, hey, do you want to do an interview with current AEW star, you know, uh, Matt Seidel? I'm like, um, dude, that's awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> like the, the guy that has one of the coolest, you know, flippy dippy moves in the world. And when I, when we talked, I was making him die laughing and i just learned so much from him because it was it was one of those things that obviously jonas wanted to you know talk to him about his career and all that stuff but we were pretty much having a conversation because during that time that was um right in the thick of the quarantine and figuring out what to do during the shows and we were both bouncing each you know he was asking me what do you do with the you know with the crowd that you have or the crowd that you don't even have and you know i was telling him i was using cameraman and all that stuff and he was he was so so nice and so easy to talk to like he was still saying like you know i'm a wwe legend but like all i want to do is maybe work with somebody like axel rico when he said that i just you know i kind of was like oh don't don't go crazy don't go fangirling right now because um <laughs> I would love to work somebody like that. And the fact that even somebody as, as popular and still, you know, knocking it out of the park would say something like, you know what? I'm very happy that you have a line that says, you know, Victoria's secret. And you know what? Come over, come over, train with me. And like, maybe we can do something one day. Like that just meant, it meant a lot. And I learned so much from Matt and Jonah and I was very happy to do that. And I told Jonah, I'm like, Hey man, let me know when you want to do another one. I will talk to anybody you want. And um, I was very happy to meet, to talk to Matt Seidel and um, and do that. And now here, let's you know now talking to you, man. So awesome and so dope. I'm trying to make dope a thing. So <laughs> <laughs> it needs to go on a t-shirt, Axel. It needs to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> but uh, I want to talk about you and your faction now, uh, because it's a it's um, a Puerto Rican faction. Now you might need to help me out with the name of the faction. It's a uh, La Sociedad Barica. Is that right? Hey. I will say a lot of people butcher it. Very good. <laughs> Not too bad. We've uh, Rica de la Vega and uh, I think Chuchu. Uh, Chu. But uh, tell us about your faction. Tell us about uh, La Sociedad Barica and uh, how it all got together because you're, you're actually going to be with them tonight at AAW Pro and tomorrow at uh, Gallia Lucha, I understand. But uh, what can we expect from you guys over the weekend? Are you going to be stirring up mischief and uh, and trouble uh, for 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 the audience and uh, for the wrestlers in attendance? Well, uh, I don't want to I don't want to give too many things away, but I'll I'll start with um, how we how we first started. I know um, 
we were doing an outdoor show in around, I think it was September over here in Illinois. And it was one of the first shows that we were allowed at least 50 people. And, you know, the, fir- the second I was asked to do it, I was like, absolutely. And um, we did our normal show. I met, I met Rico De La Vega and I met a great guy named Ricky Cruz, who's become uh, an awesome, awesome person to look up to. And he's been doing the, the lucha scene here, here, Illinois, everywhere. And he's big in Puerto Rico. He's one of like, one of the biggest people that has worked with super crazy. He trained with super crazy and um, I've learned so much with, and he got us all together. Um, he was like, you know what? There's nothing better than a whole ring full of Puerto Rican, you know, amazing talent. And um, when he saw us together, he saw our work. He saw Rico's work and my work. He's like, you know what? There's something here. And then we started working together. I, we helped him get a title that he is well-deserved. He lost it last night, but you know what? We're still in it. And uh, me and Rico have become absolute best friends now to the point where, you know, we're thinking about traveling together. We're thinking about going around the U.S. to show everyone what La Sociedad Boricua is. We've added new friends like Chuco, um, Jesus. Um, Jesus, I hope he heals up and comes back because we are we, – the, the thing about La Sociedad Boricua, all Puerto Ricans, we're – we treat like gatherings like Thanksgiving. We want more. We want more people, more friends, because the more, you know, the more minds in for the wrestling and how to win and how to how to make a good show is like the better. And now now we are in full, you know, full effect. Um, tonight, me and Rico, we're just uh, we're not we're on the flyer, but we don't have much to do. So we're on <laughs> it, little our thumbs, do nothing. You know, we're not going to interrupt anything. We're not going to do, we're just going to be there in attendance and just be great fans. Um, and tomorrow <laughs> night at Galley, um, our, our friend Ricky Cruz has a ladder match. Let him have fun with, with that. Um, and then the rest of us, we're going to just beat up some uh, some very talented friends and it's going to be loads of fun. But La Sociedad Boricua is awesome. We got the shirts in. They look gorgeous as all hell and you know what i think that we might not move away from illinois and might be going elsewhere and be coming back here and going around the u.s and hopefully maybe pay a visit to you <laughs> that would be awesome and that, that that sounds like a stable that's a faction and a group that's gonna stick together and do some amazing things around illinois and who knows further afield but uh, i think i'm right in saying axel that one of your best friends in the business is sky blue uh, another Chicago-based young talent who's having a real breakout year in 2021, isn't she? Firstly, you must be super proud of Sky. You know, uh, seeing her perform on AEW Dark, she's had some matches there, I think, against Abaddon and Britt Baker. And then being signed to NWA, NWA Power, of course. It must be very inspiring for you to, uh, as a competitor, as a wrestler, to see somebody that you know very well uh, have such great success. And, and uh, you, you know, obviously it's a great journey that you might want to emulate down the road. No, absolutely. That girl, um, we've been training together for over two years now. I, I see her as a sister and, um, you know, I, a lot of people are jealous of her. I just want to support the hell out of her. I, you know, like she supports the hell out of me. And I love what she's doing because the thing is that girl works her ass off. We train every Tuesday, every Thursday, sometimes Saturday, Sunday. If she doesn't have a show, she's either training, hanging out, or trying to be help people with their gear. Like, this girl is all wrestling, and I know 
she's gonna make it one day. I don't know where, I don't know when, but I know like the girl wants it and I'm so happy to be as close as I am with her. Like last night we were we were hanging out till like 2 a.m. just talking, chatting and literally this whole weekend we, we had the show yesterday. We're going to AAW today and you know, who knows? Maybe she'll be part of Galley Lucha. Like this girl, you know, I'm happy to be in any part of show that she is because she's gonna tear the house down and just be an awesome talent. And I know, and I can't wait to continue supporting her wherever we land next. You know, the future is huge for her and who knows what's gonna happen with us. But I just know that girl is my sister. That girl is my, you know, she's my sister from another mother. And I can't wait to support the hell out of her no matter where she goes. Oh, 100%. She's got a very, very amazing future, just like your own, uh, Axel. But uh, let, let me ask you very quickly about uh, future plans and goals for yourself. Um, you've mentioned that you've you've wrestled a bit in Florida, but uh, you're mostly based around Illinois, around Chicago and the Chicagoland area. What, what plans or goals do you have in terms of uh, branching out, expanding, wrestling in different parts of the US or possibly abroad. Uh, are there any countries or, or any states that you'd like to wrestle in uh, as we head through 2021, maybe into 2022? Um, you know, right now I got my calendar booked a lot in Chicago, obviously, but I'm keeping a lot of open dates because uh, right now um, the plan is, you know, I don't want to put anything out there. There's a lot of promotions reaching out. I'm a big fan of CCW with uh, JB um, and all the friends there. They're connecting with so many different places and countries. But the thing is, uh, you know, I'm ready for them all. Me and Rico are putting out our tag team and our, and our group to different promotions. And a lot of people right now, we're throwing the fishing line and we do have a lot of bites. Um, but I'm, I'm just, you know, keeping it down. But I'm the, the one thing that I do want to do, I want to, I want to get out of here. I'd love to come to, I'd come, come to Europe. Um, I definitely know I got to get Puerto Rico off my bucket list because obviously I got to wrestle in oh, Puerto yeah. Rico. Florida, it's got to happen. I've wrestled in Indiana, Wisconsin. I would love to come back to good promotions over there. Uh, Missouri, I can't wait to join there. Uh, our friend Ricky Cruz has got a lot of good friends there, and they, they need some Puerto Rican spice and flavor, so I can't wait to go there for sure. Um, but right now, um, you know, I don't want to say too many, too many things and give away because I want people to go there. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but um, Axel Rico is going to be in Chicago, but I think he's going to be part of many different states and hopefully get out to some waters um, in the future. Out of here, yeah. uh, into the... Into the <laughs> Well, well, as you said earlier, Axel, you, 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 over the last year or so, uh, you, your name has really got out there. And uh, like I say, there's more people that are finding out about you in different countries and across America, of course. Hopefully this podcast will help to spread a little bit of Axel Rico over here in the UK. Uh, but if you've got one message for your fans or even people that may have only come across you recently or via this podcast. If you've got one message uh, for the people out there that, you know, from Axel Rico, Rico from the heart, what would you like to tell them? Well, uh, to anybody watching this, like if you're a wrestling fan, you're a friend of mine. Um, I have lots of people that come to my shows and, you know, they ask me like, Oh, is it, can I get a picture? Oh, and I loved, you know, I loved your video on wrestling with unicorns. You know, it was so cool to see you. I'm like, please, like, please don't be afraid to message me, but don't be afraid to come up to me. Like I am one of the most social bees 
Um, some, not a lot of people like me after a wrestling show or whatever I just did and all that stuff, but I am very, very approachable, like just come up to me, say hi. I love meeting new people. I've been doing theater my whole life. Like, um, I know some fans, I love to play rock, paper, scissors. And if you beat me, I give you a t-shirt. <laughs> come on up. If you know the bit, you know, come up to me and say, on shoot, right, Axel, and we'll, we'll play rock, paper, scissors, and I'll give you something. Um, but other than that, man, I just love the. If you are a wrestling fan, you are a friend of mine because, like, the fact that this business is so crazy and has, you know, it has such a great gathering of people, like, that's all I care about. I want to be around those people. I want to know, tell me who your favorite wrestler is. Tell me how, you know, you hate me, how you love me. Like, let's just talk. Let's. You know, I have a lot of people putting me on their stories now, and it's so cool. Like, I'll forward it. I'll show, you know, show me your stuff. I have some people drawing me in pictures. I'm like, what the heck, man? Just send That's it really to me. Cool. I'll show the world. It's so freaking cool because, um, you know, all these fans have different hobbies and all that stuff. I want I want to show the world what you do. I want to show what the world I do. So let's let's just be friends and let's let's connect and show the world each other. Yeah. And Axel, from everything I've learned about you in my research and, you know, I think I saw the match that you had uh, for Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, their Grapple Masters uh, from last year. That was absolutely fantastic. And you, you took a um, the Legion of Doom's finisher, didn't you? Uh, I, I, that was awesome. And that must have been terrifying at the same time. Uh, but that yeah. was a Youth Gone Wild, wasn't it, that put you through that move? Youth Gone Wild at yeah. Chicagoland Championship Wrestling. A hell of a move to take uh, to close that match. But uh, was you a little bit nervous about taking that spot? Um, I, I don't think I was nervous. I think um, the only thing I was thinking in my head, because um, I, I had done, you know, backflips and all that thing before, but I remember I was up there and I didn't know, because I saw in front of me five feet away that there was a fan, like literally a, a moving fan, where the fans were. I'm like, oh my God, is there a fan behind my head? Like, that's the only thing I was thinking of. <laughs> like, I hope I don't hit the fan and break it <laughs> and then just like get, you know, get and then all of a sudden have to get a clothesline over. But I remember that was a great show because that was actually my birthday weekend. And um, wow. it was awesome to work against two guys that wanted to um, give some love to the Legion of Dune because, you know, the, yes. uh, they both had passed away time and it was great to be a part of that because it was so cool and it felt like you know you know what let's do it for them let's do it for all the og fans of wwe and you know watching some big guys hit each other that's it was a lot of fun to take that move and that show and that crowd was fan freaking tastic and it was so cool because i could finally say you know i wrestled on uh, amazon prime tv you know all in all that show was awesome i love jb Steve Aaron was there commentating, making me sound like an absolute star. And now with my good friend, Jake Painter, who was Tyler at the time, we are really yes. taking up the world right now. And I can't wait to keep going and coming back to CCW and whatever they have for us next, because that was so much fun. And I can't wait to can't wait to bring that crowd and uh, just do everything with that promotion. I just can't wait. That's going to be so cool. 
Yeah, John Bullard's doing some amazing stuff. And I know their next show is uh, June. I'm not sure if you're booked for that, but uh, it's going to be a, an incredible watch for sure. And I'm sure there'll be many more CCW shows to come. But uh, before we let you go, Axel, uh, a time for you to throw out your, your social media plugs. Uh, if you can remember uh, where we can find you, we, we mentioned earlier that we've got fans all over the world that might want to reach out to you, say hi, learn more about Axel Rico. Where can they actually find you on Instagram, Facebook? And I know you've got merch as well, my friend, haven't you? Um, obviously the merch is on one hour tees. You can just find me, uh, look up Axel Rico, or you can just hit me up on Instagram. I, I, it's Axel Rico, but there's a whole bunch of, uh, because, uh, you got to roll the tongue when you say Rico. So there's like four R's and then eco at the end of it. Um, same thing for Twitter. Same thing. If you want to just add me on Facebook, I think after yesterday and like just promoting your show, I got like 10 facebook uh requests and i i always hit accept you know it's because all these people coming in if they're fans like i said before if they're fans of wrestling i want to be friends with you um but yeah socials axel rico um that's it you know there aren't a lot of axel ricos you know because this one's the best uh so yeah <laughs> it is indeed i'm not very good at twitter but i'm learning um so if you want to if you want to help me out john you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Every, every every show that I'm at on all platforms. Um, and of course, uh, I'm actually getting new merch on the way. So I can't wait to push that on my socials and all that stuff. But yeah, social media is so much fun. Uh, it's the best way to communicate, especially during these days. Once we're back to normal, I can't wait to be hugging and, uh, you know, fist bumping all these new fans and all that stuff. So but yeah, find me on socials, hit me up and let's let's talk about wrestling, man. Yeah. Axel Rico, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Uh, thank you very much. I know we had uh, a lag issues earlier on, but I think it, it resolved itself uh, during the course of the interview. But uh, you are definitely a rising star, as far as I can see, with everything I've seen from you, uh, your character, your persona, your Western ability. Uh, you seem to be on, on, on so many shows at the moment uh, that your name yeah. is going world, worldwide for sure. For sure. Uh, but I can't wait to see more of you in 2021 and beyond, my friend. Yeah, no, thank you so much, man. This is, um, you know, Steve and JB told me so many good things about you. And when you hit me up about this, I, I you know, went to that opportunity, like Indiana's, Indiana Jones stealing that gold and running with it, you know. Uh, um, the audience around you and what you're doing for everybody over here and all over the wrestling scene is an absolute honor to be a part of. So thank you so much for what you're doing for the wrestling scene and for little and big people like myself and all the people you have interviewing, man, you're, you're killing it. And I love everything you do. Excellent. Axel Rico, take care and we'll catch up again soon.